like you said, I mean, it's that one product that everybody knows about, but what about those 10 other products or those 10 other books before that that people didn't know about? But the reason why you know of them is because they kept going. They did not stop. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Success On Demand. We have another special guest on this show, and I can't wait for you guys to hear her, hear her story. I know she's going to have some gems to drop for us. And without further ado, I would like to welcome Regina Bird. And I'm just going to give her a few minutes to introduce herself, as always. And then we're going to jump right into the nitty gritty of this interview. So, Regina, you can go ahead. Awesome. Well, thank you so much um, for having me on this podcast. This is a wonderful opportunity and I just love success on demand. Um, This is great. Um, So yes, like you said, my name is Regina Burr. I am an author, um, a motivational speaker. I'm a financial educator. Um, and I teach young adults about finances. This is my passion. I've been doing it for a while now. Um, and this is what I love to do. Awesome. And I think that was a good introduction because you gave us a little bit, but you didn't give us too much. (laughs) Right. So that was perfect. Um, The first thing, and of course, you kind of went into it in your intro, but I want you to go more in depth now. Um, Tell me about yourself and how you got into your brand and prosper with Regina. Okay, well, um, growing up, um, I had a wonderful childhood, wonderful parents, and we weren't rich and we weren't poor. We were just, you know, regular middle class, but I noticed something that was... um, would need a more investigation and to me which was why were rich people unhappy I knew a lot of people who had a lot of money and they didn't seem to be content and I didn't really understand that so that's what kind of sparked my passion of really understanding money and wealth and actually discovering that it's an inside job Um, it's Mm. about being fulfilled on the inside and then the wealth will come once we have that peace within and so that's kind of how my journey got started I was writing books since I was 10 years old. I mean, the book that I have now, um, 10 Prosperity Secrets for the Young and Fly, found on my website. I was writing that for a very, very long time. So this is nothing new to me. Financial education has always been a passion of mine. Wow, that's a long time. Did you say since 10 years old? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I've been I've been journal, journaling for, for a very long time. And I remember writing bits and pieces of this book, not really understanding what I was writing, um, journaling my life, journaling what was going on. And I, and I remember, like just like it was yesterday, I wrote down, I am going to deal with money. And I didn't even know how at the time, but I knew that something was going to be centered around money. And so this has been a long time coming, but you know, as you grow and become an adult, it becomes to fruition because now you kind of understand your purpose. Yes, and and from what I hear, even just having a good background in finances, it sounds like you were always good with your words. Like as far as, you know, putting your words on paper, because I had a hard time with that at first. (laughs) Because I was like, write it down, write it down, write it down. But it sounds like you were really good about that. Yeah, well, my mother um, used to tell the story, like Isis was writing before she was even talking. Mm. Um, So I have been writing for a very, very, very long time. So it's always been a passion of mine. And my mother is an accountant as well as I'm an accountant. So money kind of runs in my blood. (laughs) 
understanding um, the depth that, that money is just not really a piece of paper, but it's, you know, more than that has always kind of been in my family. So even though um, I'm kind of on the financial education side, still an accountant, my passion is really teaching people, especially young adults, about their finances. And, and with your background in finances, did you still, you know, have to struggle to get a hold of yours and to, to find your groove? Like, how did you, you know, was it, did it just come to you naturally or did, was it a process for you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, you know, it, they say that you learn more from your failures than your successes. And mm-hmm. that's kind of my story. I mean, I went to college. I had a baby. Um pretty young and you know really kind of had to find my way so it wasn't like I had a silver spoon in my mouth and was able to just boom I know about money I know about finances no I you know taught myself so I could teach younger people what I didn't know I mean even though you know my background was accounting and my family dealt with accounting you have to kind of figure out things for yourself because when you really understand money and wealth it's an inside job and first you have to work on that then you'll understand your purpose and then you'll move into wealth um, wealth making activities because you'll be content with yourself you'll know you know when it's time to spend money when it's time to save money when it's time to invest in yourself you'll know those things and you'll know what season that you're in and it won't be a comparison game it'll be about finding your purpose and making those uh, making that transition and then making those decisions which will bring wealth into your life wow and I heard you I keep hearing you mention um you know, teenagers or, you know, young people or when you learned about finances. But um, I would like to ask the question, why is it important to educate our young people about finances? I know I have my opinion, but I want to hear yours specifically. Sure. Well, it's so important because that's when you really can cultivate the mind to really understand about money and about finances. I mean, think about it. When you're an adult and you've got all these responsibilities, you're kind of set in your ways. Of course, adults can learn uh, new things. I mean, we all have a brain. But when you don't really have a, a set mindset about your bills and your money and this and that and all your expenses, it's able to kind of um, put it in the right direction. So I just, I, I truly have a passion for teaching young adults and teenagers and, and high school students because that's when they can just get on the right foot basically and excel with their money I mean there's nothing old stuff in their head that's going to be pulling them back it's all new things that they've learned that they can now kind of springboard off of that for an excellent amazing future very 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 true and I hope that because I know some of our listeners um have teenage age children and I hope that that actually touches them because um it is something that my mom tried to teach me when I was younger but I wasn't um as receptive to it only because I I had so much going on Mm -hmm. but um I feel like it is super important I I think that as a generation um if we had been taught more about finances Mm -hmm. I think we would have been a a lot better off um especially with you know, the generation that, that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us are kind of confused about money. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, we, we may not know how to write checks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just a lot of stuff that um, was missing um, in that upbringing. And I think that if we could change that, like what you're doing with Prosper with Regina, especially your book, I feel like it's a, it's a huge deal. And I'm, yeah. I'm happy that that's your purpose. 
Well, thank you. Can I just piggyback on that real quick? I just want to talk yes. to the mothers and the fathers is that this is not a one-time thing. This is something that you have to stay on your child. You have to be a great example. But even if you're not, you have to be honest with your child. And actually, I just made a post yesterday and I was saying the three ways to talk to your children about money is, you know, it's not going to be when you guys are at home in front of the TV and they're on the phone and you're trying to tell them, save your money. No, it's not going to be like that. <laughs> they're, 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 first of all they've already tuned you out you know right. a long time ago because they're doing something else no you have to kind of get in their story take them out um to what they like to do or do an activity and kind of you know bring it up why y'all are enjoying why they're smiling and having a great time you know be authentic with your child don't just say oh you know we're millionaires when clearly you guys are not but be authentic <laughs> yeah tell your child the truth you know i mean let them know what the mistakes that you made and why you want to instill in them good financial habits. I mean, it's very, very important. Um, and don't make this a one-time thing, you know, take them, take them to the bank, make it set an action plan for your child. Not, not too much where they're just like overwhelmed, but okay. They have a part-time job. You need to give me $25 every time you get paid so we can go to the bank together and deposit that money in your savings account and make it a ritual that they have to do that. It's really about communication, but knowing how to communicate to your teenager to get the best results. Wow. Perfect, perfect, perfect piggyback. piggyback. I loved that. <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't have been good without it. <laughs> so I'm happy that you went ahead and gave us that. And um, just to go off of that, I know that there are um, even some business owners um, who we have that you know, they may want to, you know, teach their children about finances or they just may want to do better with finances, but they feel like they don't in order to save and invest. They feel like they don't have anything to start with. Um, what is something that you would say to them to help kickstart them and get on their way? Well, first, I would say that you you always have enough for whatever you need. So get out of that mentality that I don't have enough to save. I don't have enough to do this. Yes, you do. It's about prioritizing your money. So I always use the 30, 30, 40 rule. And what that is, is I have 30, 30% of savings and give 30% of, um, oh, I'm sorry, 30% of giving 30% of saving and 40% of, you know, bills and, and everyday, um, expenses that you have so if you can categorize your money like that it'll be a it'll be more easier for you to spend your money wisely because there's a percentage that you're only going to spend on this there's a percentage that you're only going to spend on that and so that would be something that even as an entrepreneur a mom a teenager that's a role that's universal that anybody can use. So prioritizing your money in those little buckets will help instead of you just having, okay, I have all this money and I know I got to pay these bills. I know I got to do this. No, 40% is allocated to your bills. 30% is allocated to your savings and 30% would be allocated to your giving. And the greatest thing about that is it's not set in stone. Create your own percentage of what you feel like would be best for you and your family wow. at that particular time. But it's about mm -hmm. prioritizing and making sure that everything is taken care of properly. Yes, ma'am. I love that rule. Love, 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 yeah. love, love, love that rule. <laughs> I'm definitely going to use that as something um, to, to just teach everyone about that cool rule that you made up. Cool. I think it'll help a lot of us. Yes. And um, it helps as me. far as... <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> and... Um, 
as far as like what people are doing once they save that money if they may not know how to invest it mm-hmm. what is something that you would suggest to someone who's new to that arena I would suggest get information number one like don't ever do anything without getting the correct information so don't just say okay I have this money now I'm just going to go open up a mutual fund or open up a CD no don't do that talk to an uh, expert talk you know get the right information number one and then yes I would suggest that you either get you a CD or a mutual fund if you wanted to invest in that type of vehicle or invest in your business I mean the, the issue is it's not one way to do anything. There are so mm-hmm. many um, ways to invest, so many um, ways to, to, to increase, you know, your wealth. It's about knowing one vehicle, sticking to it because you have to stick to it through the long run and making sure that you are um, you're educated in whatever you're trying to do because some people might want to invest in real estate some people might want to invest in stocks some people might want to invest in their business it doesn't matter it's about getting one thing that you really want to invest in getting the knowledge behind it talking to an expert and taking action steps that's what it's about yes 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 very well put very well put and simplified as well because there are a million different ways yes, to invest in. and it can get overwhelming it can be oh girl you took the word right out yes. of my mouth i literally <laughs> was just about to say it can be overwhelming mm-hmm. especially when you're new to that right. because i think a lot of us are stuck in the notion that you make money you pay your bills you save but something comes up you pay that and then you start it all over again <laughs> rather than take some of that money before something comes up exactly. invest it make more money and then have a you know security stash somewhere for those times when something comes exactly exactly and another um that i think that i just want to piggyback off of also is giving is really really important i mean i know that we're kind of not taught that and it's just about money and making money and 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 paying our bills but giving is such um, a way not only will you get back so much more but it it makes you not it makes you not think money is is this is this big thing and I have to have it. No. Allocate always allocate enough of your money to giving. It's so so important. Not for just your your bank account, but for your spiritual side, your soul side. Giving is is really a way to really if you really want to increase your money, give. Give, 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 give because it will come back tenfold. We don't talk about oh that, but it's so important. Yes, and no one talks about yeah. I don't think I've had this conversation on the show yet, but no one talks about um, how important it is to tend to your soul oh, yeah. and your spiritual side oh, yeah. in order to really have the success that you're looking for. Yeah. Because sometimes you could have everything going on. You have your ads going. You could have your customers, your clientele base, everything mm-hmm. going. But unless you tend to yourself mm-hmm. and the things that you stand for and the things that you require as an individual... I just think that it can be a hindrance oh, yeah. to you. Oh, yeah. So I, I love that you said that, you and you said it perfectly, too. Thank you. And um, that kind of ends the first portion of the interview, and I'm going to get more into you specifically as a business owner so that people can, you know, see how you got to where you are because you're fabulous. So <laughs> Thank we, you. We want to know more. <laughs> we want to know. Okay. <laughs> I received that. Hello. No, I'm just playing. Thank you. 
Yeah. Oh, no. Receive it because I'm going to keep pushing it to you until you take it. So the first question is, what is the first thing that you did when you decided to turn Prosper with Regina into a business or a brand? The first thing I did was I did my research. I really, really did. I, I mean, Google is there. Do your research. I mean, make sure that you are um, fulfilling a need for someone. I mean, a lot of people just, you know, have business with their passion. And I think that's great. But you want to have a business that's going to fulfill a need for, for the, your client, basically, um, because that's very, very important. And I know you only asked for the first, but the second thing I did was I made sure that, yeah, let me go ahead and spill these beads. The second thing, please do, please. The second thing I did was get me a mentor. You know, I got me a mentor. I, I found someone who was actually doing what I was doing just on a, a whole nother level, and I reached out. Mm-hmm. You cannot be, when you are in business for yourself, you just can't be afraid. Like, you have to just, fear has to go out the window because you have to speak up when it's time. And I just reached out to her and, you just, you know, created a relationship, told her I really respected what she was doing and asked if she could give me any tips. And that's how we built our relationship. And from in this until this day, we still continue to talk. She's still my mentor. She still gives me tips. She still educates me. But it's important because she's been down that road before. And why go through all the, you know, pit the holes when I can find somebody else who's already done that who can just say okay no you need to slide to the left don't go down that road just go on the slide to the left let's go around it and then we can keep it moving yes that is so true that is and that's the the purpose of success on demand because it's just like when I talk to different business owners and even just you know different women I always say why don't we share the things that we've went through when it comes to business I'm not not saying tell you a whole lot but (laughs) when it comes to business and different things and different hurdles that we've gone through as business owners and as brand owners why not share that with someone who's doing something similar to what you're doing so that we all don't have to make the same mistake exactly it only takes one of us to make the mistake it only takes one of us to find the solution for us to pass that on to the next person and just because we're only as strong as our weakest link. I love it. So why not all of us be strong and share with each other so that together we can all prosper and succeed. I love it. So that that's seriously like my thought process and I can see that with you having her as a mentor, mentor, I know that that helped you and I am focusing right now my personal goal right now is to find a mentor just so that I can be able to have those kind of conversations too because I know how good they can oh yes very (laughs) and I know that your brand now is popping it's fabulous I I knew exactly what you did and and who you were just off of what you put on you know your social medias and your website and how you explain things and how you present yourself and the, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> and the question that I have for you is when you decided to step your branding up to your branding up to where it is now, mm-hmm. how did that change your experiences with, you know, customers and like how did it elevate the quality of your brand and your interactions? Yes. Well, you know, I mean, listen, if you want to play the game, you want to be taken seriously. So you got to put in the work. And that's exactly, you know, what I had to do. I mean, you know, I didn't start out being actually um, 
prosper with Regina I didn't start out like that like I had many different hurdles that I had to overcome which is kind of finding my identity you know I was dealing with adults I was dealing with young kids I was really I was basically everywhere I knew I wanted to teach financial education I just didn't really know you know who my market was so when I found that out I really understood that okay my passion is teaching young adults teaching teenagers you know about their finances so you just want to make sure that you put in the work because putting in the work guarantees people taking you seriously now I can have a client you know come to me and they trust me because they see that okay she's giving good tips on um, Instagram she has you know a great website which is the same platform as her Instagram it flows it's you know everything's flowing together nothing is kind of out of whack um, so that's tips like that they're very very important you just want to make sure that you're 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 being very um, visual and you're putting in the work you're making sure that your client knows like you said exactly what you stand for and you're communicating I mean there's so many people that are on you know all these different platforms and they're not communicating to their um, clients they're not putting out information when they're when their client you know says a message or, or sends them a message or puts um, um, something on their IG post they're not saying anything back so no it's like almost going to somebody's house and knocking on the door but they're not answering no you have wow. to communicate with you know with your potential clients and you have to give them good information I mean I think yes. that that's also important so yes dropping those gems on us like that <laughs> like that was a really good one I'll make sure I highlight that one too and some people may be sitting back saying it just sounds like she has you know all of the answers and they're gonna look at your brand and feel the same way that I did about how good it looks but this next question is what is your your favorite way to learn how did you feed your mental so that you you know learn those kind of things like what is the way that you learn about things whether it be podcasts books or you know whatever it may be I love this question because I am constantly feeding myself I mean it's almost and what I mean by feed, like not eating like constantly feeding myself good spiritual food I mean it's so mm -hmm. it's so important um um to be surrounded by by things that are going to enhance you from the inside out and what I mean by that is yes people are important I mean of course you want to be around people who are positive who you know want to support you but if that if you don't have that you have to look for support other ways and what I mean by that is you have to be able you have to listen to um, empowerment um, empowerment podcasts podcasts like this I mean it's just wonderful because it really breaks down and gives you the real on what it takes to be successful um, you know you have to read books I read a lot of finance books I listen to a lot of finance podcasts I also listen to a lot of uplifting um uplifting podcast it's important to just surround your whole energy with um good material like what you hear coming out of me is is stuff that has been put into me it's um different mm. people it's different things that are because we don't really understand how important it is for us to hear good material you know people Woo. we just go around we just listen to all this radio and look at this tv and all that kind of stuff and I'm not hey okay I get it you know I'll watch a show every once in a while but just we it infiltrates our soul and so we have to be mindful yes. of what we're listening to what we're looking at who we're around all those things are very important and I am, I, you know, I have a boundary. I have a boundary of how much 
trash I can look at, how much trash I can listen to. I mean, I just have a boundary. Like you just, and when I know that it's time to cut it off, I literally cut it off. No more TV, no more radio. It's just time for me to sit down, read a good book that is going to um, stimulate my mind and go from there. It's really, really important to kind of have those boundaries around yourself, um, especially as an entrepreneur, because you could go on Google and feed your mind with all this nonsense and comparing and all this crazy stuff and not really hone down on who you are as a person and your purpose and it gets you confused but once you kind of have that boundary set you're able to know okay I've listened to this too much or I've looked at this too much it's time for me to stay focused on what's important and for me that's personal finance educating myself self-development and just nurture myself from the inside out Yes, ma'am. And that discipline, that discipline, because a lot of us know what we need to do, (laughs) but it takes that discipline to really do it and be consistent in doing it. And I love that you said that when you see that you've had enough, you have the the discernment and the discipline to say, you know what, I need to cut it off. Because if not, it does affect you and it does get, you know, inside of you deep down. Mm -hmm. And that's why... I love my shows. I love my shows to death now. But when I'm watching them more than um, sewing into my business or when I'm watching them and it's not getting me encouraged to do what I need to do for the future, mm-hmm. then those are the moments when it's like, all right, you know, you need to tighten up. Exactly. So I, exactly. I definitely agree with that. Like that hit it right on the head for me. So Good. thank you for that. Good. And since we just talked about different ways to, you know, feed your mental and learn, Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, what was the inspiration behind your book? Like, how Mm -hmm. did you, I know you've always written, Mm -hmm. but what made you say, I'm going to write this book and I don't know if you were self-published or not, but what made you even want to go that route? Yes, yes, I am self-published. Um, what really made me want to write 10 Prosperity Secrets for the Young and Fly was, that I had a passion for telling my story, which is about overcoming adversity. Um, I think that a lot of people who, um, you know, have children at a young age or even just messed up financially, we kind of get in um, a hole where we're afraid to express ourselves and afraid to tell our story. But I've learned Mm -hmm. and through, you know, me growing is that telling my story releases me, but also helps other people because maybe another woman, you know, she kind of went through the same thing. And she really doesn't know how to overcome, but yet here she gets my book and it talks about all the things that you need to do with your finances as well as working on yourself internally to, you know, flourish and really become the person that you're supposed to be. And she reads that book and now she has action still action steps that she can take as well as is motivated to make changes in her life so that's really what you know just gave me the energy gave me um the the purpose to really get my book and get it out because I felt like it is so important for people to know that there is peace and happiness and and love on the other side of whatever you're going through you just have to go through it to get there especially when it comes to your finances and a lot of people are shamed when they mess up with their finances or you know you know they're in a bad rut you cannot be like that like shame you have to put that to the back burner because shame does nothing but keep you in a hole so that kind of released me as well I was like okay well either you have shame or you have purpose and I chose purpose it's really a decision that you make and I really want this 
book to help people understand that it doesn't matter what you go through you can number one get your finances together and um, have them go in the right direction but number two you can live a life of purpose through your pain yes very true very true and I think that the idea of storytelling in general really just helps people to um, be more receptive Mm -hmm. to what you're saying because I think that it gives them the opportunity to just kind of not really walk in your shoes but give their imagination a chance to actually feel what you were talking about and feel what you were going through and look at the examples that you give and say oh I went through that too exactly you know maybe I should do this or I can take some of what she said and then use this and then maybe this doesn't apply to me but I I see where she's coming exactly you become relatable you know, you become, yes. yeah, you, you become a, a person's friend, you know, if, okay, like you, and I love how you said, take some of the tips and, and, and implement it in your life, because that's truly what it's about. It's about applying what you, what you've gotten out of the book to your life for you to take corrective action steps or not even that just tips mm-hmm. that even help you prosper even more. So, um, that's kind of the basis of, uh, 10 prosperity secrets of the young and fly. <laughs> Yes, and they need to know the name of that book. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to make sure we put the link in the um, show notes. Awesome. Because I want people to be able to easily find it, especially after this episode. I think it'll really ignite um, some people to say, you know what, I want to make that change. Oh, yes. You know, I want to begin to save. I want to teach my children to save oh, or yes. my spouse to save or yes. whoever, because it applies to anyone. It really does. So. We'll definitely tell them. And I just wanted to say one other thing um, about contentment. Um, and I know we did like didn't even talk about that, but it's really important because um, mm-hmm. contentment is so powerful. And, you know, when you're really trying to understand your purpose and, you know, walk your own financial walk, it's important to be content with who you are because that's how wealth starts. Yes. It starts on the inside. It starts on, okay, they've people are doing this I've got to do that because this is my purpose this is my walk this is where I'm going and so contentment is so powerful so I know you know what you see on the outside is you know the result of being content with yourself walking in your purpose having peace having a self-worth and I talk about that in the book in great detail um, that it just goes hand in hand real wealth and money goes hand in hand with peace and contentment with oneself Yes, and I'm happy that you actually gave us that tidbit about contentment because there's a question I want to ask before I go forward. I heard you say inside job a lot, and I want you to just elaborate on that and explain to people why their finances and money, which is external, um, can be ruled by you know what is on the inside and how they think about money okay most definitely that is so important it is an inside job I mean because like I said before the exterior is just a result of really how you feel about yourself on the inside I mean people can cover it up Mm -hmm. with clothes and all that and all that stuff but it's nothing like being at peace with yourself and what I mean by being at peace with yourself is not comparing the comparison will just drain you it is not a good thing and people you know the social media in the world is almost like we are supposed to compare you know compare to how we look and what we drive and with house but 
it's it's not that you want to make sure that you are so content with yourself that it doesn't matter what the other person drops it doesn't matter what the other person is doing you are focused on your role in your life and your purpose and you know what what God basically has called you to do I mean it's very very important because that's how people drain their money when they try to keep up with other people who really don't really care about you but you're so focused on what they think and what they think that you should have or what you should be driving or what you should be looking like and etc but when you have peace within yourself it doesn't matter you're focused you're in your own zone you don't have to be like everybody else you don't have to go with the trends quote-unquote because you're focused on who you are and where you need to go and this is um for all ages but for instance a teenager she knows that she wants to save up $500 or save up a certain amount of money for um, a car that she wants to get, you know, but all her friends are like, come on, let's go shopping. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And of course she wants to hang out with her friends, but she knows her purpose and she knows that, okay, you know, maybe I can't go this time. I'm going to, I'm going to skip that. I'm going to, you know, save my money this time because she knows that it's important for her to save her money for her future. That's what I mean by being content. That's what I mean by having a positive self analysis, a positive self awareness of who you are and where you are in her in in your journey because I'm not saying that she can never go out with her friends or she can never spend her money I'm not saying that but what I'm saying is whatever she's focused on in that moment she's focused on it and nothing on the you know outside or her or her peers or whatever can dictate what how she spends her money in where her focus is and when you are content with yourself and when you are focused on what you have to do it allows you to make better money decisions because that's really the purpose you want to make good money decisions to enhance your life and so focusing on the inside job focusing on who you are on the inside only prepares you better for making those right decisions yes thank you for breaking that down for us because i want to make sure that especially with this episode that people understand exactly what we're talking right. about so that nothing no rock can go under right you know exactly uh, so because it's it was really deep to me the first time um you know that i started to understand what you meant by inside mm-hmm. job and mm-hmm. i wanted other people to be enlightened by that yeah. too so i'm happy with that explanation you just gave Great. And with with everything that you do, I know you're an author, motivational speaker, accountant, mm-hmm. financial educator, Correct. fabulous, <laughs> and a business owner. Yes. So like, yes. how do you present all of your talents in, you know, in a way so that people understand exactly what you have to offer and it's not overwhelming? Yes. Um, good question. Well, you know what? I go where the need is. I go where the need is. I mean, when I am, you know, putting on a a financial seminar, I'm a financial educator. That's what that's what I am. Mm. I'm not an accountant at that at that time. I'm a financial educator. I'm here to educate you on finances and really understanding who you are. When I'm an accountant, I'm here to make sure that your books are correct and that, you know, you're making good financial sound decisions on paper. That's what I'm there for. When I'm a motivational speaker, when I'm in that role, I'm motivating you. I'm putting motivation and inspiration in you so that you can be inspired to go do what you need to do. So basically, whatever hat that is called for whatever hat that I'm um, supposed to be at that time how I'm supposed to serve that's what hat I put on yes and thank you for that because I feel like that is a perfect way to Mm -hmm. do it I think that sometimes and I I know I've done this before like my first few events and stuff Mm -hmm. like that I'll meet someone who I'll be like oh I think they 
I feel like I need to talk to them not about what I'm doing right now, but about what I'm doing exactly. later. And a lot of the time when I, you know, approach them or try to talk to them or try to wear too many hats mm. at one time, the message isn't received exactly. the way that it needs to be exactly. received. And that, that tip you gave is perfect because now it's like there's a time and a place for, for everything. everything. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because you have to understand, if you are, you know, somebody needs just an accountant and you're telling them okay well I'm also an author I'm a motivational speaker I'm a businesswoman like you know I'm all these things and they're like well I just need an accountant it's almost like you're telling them all these other things except for exactly what they need so that's why it's important to listen to people and assess the situation because you want to give them what they need and it'll be your it'll be more powerful whatever um, you're trying to give to them and then once they see that they're like oh wow you you wrote a book too oh you're an accountant and wow yeah <laughs> yes I did yes. write a book you know you should check it out and so that's how you kind of lead it you know always just adhere to people's needs first and then kind of move into other areas of who you are yes very 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 true and I'll be using that awesome. in the future so you just gave me a little gem too <laughs> And um, we're coming to the end now. I think I have like three more questions okay, for that's you. That's great. Um, but <laughs> yes, I don't want it to end, but we'll we'll make it happen. Yes, I know. <laughs> so <laughs> the first one is how do you bounce back from? We won't even say failure because I don't believe in failure. But how do you bounce back from something that doesn't go as planned or something that didn't go the way that you thought that it was gonna go mm, that's a great question um and the way i bounce back is i always take a moment to assess the situation i mean and i actually call quote-unquote failure opportunities because you always have an opportunity to grow in every situation even if you know you're so disappointed something happened it didn't work out what are you going to take from that what opportunity are you going to learn from that so it's never really a failure it's always an opportunity of growth this opportunity to do something different or do it the same but it's don't ever look at it as something that is failed has stopped you in your track no that's not it but what I do is I always assess the situation because let me tell you as many hats as I have some things don't go right and so I have to yeah so I have to learn how to assess the situation really understand what happened and then move on as an entrepreneur as a business owner you have to you know perfect the art of moving on you know maybe something didn't sell or maybe you didn't get um, uh, I don't know the respect that you felt like you deserved or whatever the case may be you have to really take the moment because I don't believe in just move just moving on and not sitting down and assessing the situation I don't believe in that because things can get bottled up what I do believe is taking an inventory assessing it sitting down because you've got to kind of be in your feelings for a minute like that sucked like that didn't happen the way that you wanted to happen but yet you can't stop you have to perfect dealing with the situation assessing it and then moving on yes I totally agree and oh, I think that that's something that people don't talk about mm -hmm. often especially when we're looking at people who are in positions that we want to be in or who are you know have already gotten to our idea of success right. I think that we often think that you know yeah they worked hard but we don't look at the fact that they were told no you know 35 oh, yeah. times you know or that they put products out before the one that we all mm -hmm. love and we all hated those right. <laughs> we didn't exactly. buy them you know yeah. <laughs> so, but they kept going i think 
Exactly. And it's, it's important to know how to do that and to recognize that we're all out here, you know, facing hurdles and, you know, trials and we're, we're all trying to figure it right. out. And I think it's important to not only praise the successes and, you know, show our, you know, gratitude when people tell us about their success stories, but also to just step back sometimes and realize that sometimes when we go after this on our own, we're going to go through things. And we need to be ready for those things and know how to bounce back from them and let them go. Like you yes, said, <laughs> you have, yes, you have to, you have to. I mean, like you said, I mean, it's that one product that everybody knows about, but what about those 10 other products or those 10 other books before that, that people didn't know about. But the reason why you know of them is because they kept going they did not stop yes. and when you have resilient and you are persistent and you are consistent you will win it's just a matter of time but you have to believe that and that belief stems from what I say an inside job it really does it just stems from you understanding that you know like you said you will go through things but you have to fight through them and you have to continue on with the same type of passion because you're gonna make it and you're gonna win it's just a matter of time Yes, very, 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 very true. And we're getting into our hot topic questions. They're not super hot topics, but they're just something that we like to end the interview with. The first one is, what is your chosen form of advertising? Your favorite kind of advertising, your go-to? Instagram. I really like Instagram because I really like the communication. I like that you can have pictures without, you know, having any words, but yet it says a thousand things. I love that. I love that. I really like that. And um, there, there is communication on Instagram. I have met so many beautiful people on Instagram. It is so wonderful. I mean, and you know what it makes you understand? That there is a whole tribe out there waiting on you. You have just got yes. to step up to the plate and be willing to kind of show who you are um, because there's people out there that are, you know, going through the same thing you're going through or, or you know, you're helping them, you're serving your client. You didn't even know they was a client, but you're, you're putting out something that's serving them. So any platform that you get that you get on, servitude is really what's important. But Instagram is, is my platform. I love it. Yes, and you gave you gave me more than I was expecting with that oh. one. You almost you were like two seconds away from saying the quote that I'm ending the interview with, oh. and I was like, "Oh Lord, oh Lord!" But you didn't. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll know why it's important right. um, when we do end it that way. And the last question of the day: yes. How do you wind down after a long day? What is what is an activity mm-hmm. or whatever that you love to do at the end of the day to get ready for the next day? Ah, well, I'm just gonna take it there. I love to talk to God. I love to pray. I love to yes. I love to meditate on the word. I love to really just feel his presence. Um, because that's what rejuvenates me, that inspires me, it grows me. I mean, there's so much in in insightfulness and warmth in um, understanding his word and it's 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 a wonderful thing. So if I have a hard day or if I even throughout the day, but I mean 
mean, that's really how I loved in my day, just with loving on God, God loving on me, and it just makes me sleep so well. I mean, I have good sleep. I'm talking about that that Girl, that you knock you out, like what? Like I'm done for the day. I'm happy. You know, I have really good sleep. Oh and so ending it with Jesus, even if I just say thank you, you know, ending it with Him is just it's. It just makes my whole day. Waking up with him makes my whole day too. I mean, and and that's kind of what keeps no, that's not kind of, but that's what keeps me going. I mean, I love my family. I have a son and a daughter and a husband, um, so I wear those hats too, as well as everything else that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love being around them. But when it just comes to just me and Jesus, it is it's a beautiful thing. Yes, thank you so much, Regina. No problem. Like seriously, thank like, you. This- Girl, this conversation, this conversation was amazing. And you, there's so many things that you said. I'm going to have a field day when I break this interview down. <laughs> well, this was so <laughs> much have a real field day. And I really, really just want to thank you. This was amazing. You are such a young lady um, doing amazing things. Um, and I can't wait to see your future. Oh, girl. You finna make me break down on this show (laughs) right now. You done already been preaching to us and now you're going to go and just give me a compliment like that. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Not a problem. And you guys, you can go find her on Instagram. And actually, I'm going to allow you to just give them your social media handles before we wrap it up. Okay. Um, Yes, please. You can find me on Instagram um, at Prosper with Regina. Also on Facebook at Prosper with Regina. Um, also, please go to www.prosperwithregina.com and check me out. Um, send me an email. There's some good tips on there. Um, and that's basically how you can find me. Uh, I love this. It's such a passion of mine. Um, and check me out and send me a DM so we could talk. Yes, and I'm happy you mentioned that about your website. You guys, there are so many good resources on her website thank you even from blogs to the book yes to how she linked it to her social media it's just everything you're gonna want to go there and just if you if you don't do anything else check out the blog check out the blog and i just wanted to say one thing also too um, coming up, just this is just for your listeners too. Like I wasn't even gonna say this, but I'm just gonna say it. I am having a wonderful new program for teenagers. Um, it's gonna Ooh. be a wonderful program. Oh my gosh, I'm doing it. Um, setting up the process right now, but it's it's called the Young and Fly. Get your money right for young teenagers. Ooh. Yes, and we're just gonna be talking about really how to make the transition from teenage to adulthood, dealing with your money. I mean, it's all gonna be about self love we're going to talk about peer pressure we're going to talk about opening a bank account we're going to talk about saying no to credit cards Um, we're going to talk about investments as a young teenager I mean there's so many good things um, that we're going to talk about so check that out it's going to be on my website soon it's going to start in November Um, so mom dads auntie uncles check that out it's going to be great for your teenager for a Christmas gift I mean even just to put them in a program where they're focused on financial education I know you would have wanted that so get that for Mm -hmm. your kid because it's going to be a exciting ride for them 
Oh my gosh, I think that's gonna be awesome, especially since that's new. I haven't heard of you know anything like that, especially that's um, more modernized. Exactly. I know back in the day we used to have oh, okay, you go sit down forty five minutes and you know watch some slides mm-mm. on the PowerPoint. <laughs> we are going to be, but I know you're not gonna do that. Oh no, mm-mm, honey, we're going to be interacting. We're going to be talking with each other. Um, I'm actually gonna be sending out a workbook to go along with the book when you get into the program. Ooh. Yes, it's going to be very, very in-depth, but yet your teenager is going to walk away with so many gems, you know, as well as they're really understanding financial education for their future. So it's going to be great. Yes, thank you for telling us that. Y'all heard it here first. Yes, Okay, you heard it here. Make sure that you enroll your, you know, nieces, nephews, Mm -hmm. you know, grandchildren, Mm -hmm. sons, daughters, whoever, because we all really, 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 really need to know about our finances, not just, you know, because, but even just as a culture. Exactly. Um, We just really have to do better with our finances, and it, it is really serious, and I'm seeing that now as an adult, but why not catch that before we get to adulthood? Exactly. So this is this is a great opportunity. You guys definitely hop on it. And before I start a whole nother conversation, because <laughs> Regina has that way of making me do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely want to just go ahead and just thank you again. Thank you. Um, let you know that we will be keeping up with you. We will be, you know, just supporting everything that you do. We love what you're doing. And... Um, more than anything, you guys, um, just make sure you go and check out her website and her Instagram and, you know, whatever other networks that she may have. Just check them out and learn about it and pass it on to a friend. And the way that I want to go ahead and end this podcast is just let you know. Come check out the podcast on DLake.com or you can check us out on iTunes or Google Play. And the quote that we're ending with today is your vibe attracts your tribe. So make sure that whatever you're putting out there, whatever your whatever purpose or, you know, motivation or whatever you stand for that you're putting out there, make sure that it's accurate so that the people that you attract are the people who you need to be around. And that's all that this quote means. Your vibe attracts your tribe. I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. And once again, you have just heard success on demand with Regina Bird. Bird, and you've heard my story here first on Success On Demand.